Welcome to our study of the book of Revelation. It's a video series that's going to help us beware and be aware of the events and the signs and the spirit of the times uh, to be ready for that last day, the day of judgment, the reappearance of Jesus. And while we wait, uh, we're encouraged to be blessed, to not be afraid because we do belong to Jesus. Now, we're always referencing this conflict, uh, this conflict between the triune God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And also, as it is revealed to us, uh, this conflict is against the unholy trinity uh, or an anti-trinity. Now, the Nicene Creed, a creed that uh, we say uh, in, in the service of the church, begins this way. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible. Interesting, right? Visible and invisible. What is that referring to? Well, we get insight from Ephesians chapter 6, where the Apostle Paul says that our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil and the heavenly realms. So uh, the book of Revelation, uh, it's called an apocalypse. It's a revealing, it's a pulling back of the curtain and showing, as Paul says, that the struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world. We believe in all things visible and invisible, right? So it's not the triune God, Father, uh, Son, and Holy Spirit, versus other gods, right? There's only one God, uh, but rather it is the story of the Creator and uh, this corrupted creation, fallen angels, a corrupted world system, our own sinful nature and flesh. And so that's where the real conflict is. We believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and this corrupted creation because of sin coming against uh, the, the triune God. John chapter 8 identifies this conflict uh, very clearly. And it says, he, the devil, was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, for there's no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language, for he is a liar and the father of lies. So the devil is not a god. Again, the, the conflict is not between the triune god and other gods. The devil is a creature. He is a created being a fallen created being, uh, but he has led this world astray. Uh, he's described as the murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth, liar, uh, father of lies. So he is all things anti-God. Anti this unholy trinity, the devil, uh, this corrupted world that we live in, our own sinful flesh. Uh, what, what are their goals? Murder, kill, corrupt, destroy, lead us into idolatry and sin and great shame. Um, they want to enslave us, separate us from God and from one another, alienate us. Uh, their tools are lies and deception. And the end goal really is misbelief. And when you have a misbelief about who uh, the triune God is, it leads to despair and that leads to other uh, great, as Martin Luther would say, other great shame and vice. Now, the devil, not being God or a God, but a creature, is always trying to imitate 
God, always trying to offer us uh, corrupted gifts. So you could say he's anti, anti-trinity, anti-creator, anti-redeemer, anti-sanctifier, trying always to imitate who God is. Instead of trusting in the God who created all things for daily bread, uh, the anti-attack would be, well, trust in yourself or trust in, uh, in other earthly creatures to provide for you. So the devil is always trying to go against uh, uh, the, the created gifts of God coming from the Father. He also goes against salvation or redemption. Well, don't trust in the works of Christ, the works of another. Trust in your own works. He also goes against this idea of holiness or a sanctification and will point to um, not, uh, not the Holy Spirit as the one who opens our eyes to see Christ, but to our own reason, to our own, to our own strength. So he's always anti, anti-Trinity. And you see it then in this uh, description of the Antichrist, someone who imitates the Messiah, tries to offer things uh, like the Messiah, but are distorted and corrupted and only lead to death. Well, also then the anti-church. So the church uh, all throughout the, the scriptures has come under attack, and you see it specifically in the book of Revelation. Now there's attack from the outside, which is physical persecution, but also this attack from within the church, um, which is probably the the most devious and deceitful. Again, the devil, Satan, is a liar. And so he will try and attack the faithful by using false teaching. So attack from outside, attack from inside, and you'll see it in the book of Revelation. And specifically, as you enter into Revelation chapters 2 and 3, you'll see the warnings to the church about these two two attacks. But the good news is that the church fights back. The triune God uh, is for us. He is with us. Uh, We are the church militant in this world, right? So we're fighting back against the devil. We're fighting back against the corrupted world. And we're fighting back against sin. And we have the Lord Jesus Uh, our brother, in the midst of the church for us. But it is also the promise in the book of Revelation that one day we will be the church triumphant. We've said that Revelation chapters 12 through 15 are really like the central point of the book, and they describe this victory that has occurred in the heavenlies. But the fight does still go on while we are in this world. So uh, the battle has been decided. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. But now uh, we just um, await the day when the Lord Jesus will reappear and take us to himself. Uh, So while we wait, we fight. So we're the church militant, but also with the promise that one day we will be the church triumphant. No more sin, no more sorrow, no more pain, no more tears, no more death. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 says, He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has been sinning from the beginning. And to this end, the Son of God w- was revealed that he might destroy the works of the devil. And so we see uh, this, this gift of the triune God, Father giving, giving to us all of his creation, Son giving to us all of his work, his sacrificial work, his atonement, and the Spirit 
giving to us all of his gifts. And always behind the, the scenes, there is this anti-Trinity, the one who is coming against us. So you'll see these recurring themes in the scripture, but specifically in the book of Revelation. This idea of the Father's work, creation and new creation, recreation, right? Uh, I'm making all things new. You'll see the theme of redemption and the Old Testament uh, really uh, picture is that of uh, Exodus being brought out of slavery into the family of God. But also this theme of the Holy Spirit's sanctification or being made holy. And all throughout the book uh, of Revelation, you'll see this this idea of being made holy, being made white, uh, having white robes placed upon us. This is the work of Jesus, not our own works, uh, but the works of Jesus. Uh, he is the one who makes us holy. So as you begin to read the letters to the churches, Revelation chapters 2 and 3, you'll see this pattern. There will be a command to write, so we are uh, given the very words of God to listen to. There's a description of the speaker, focus upon him, hope in him, a commendation to uh, the church, maybe a criticism, a call to repent, a warning or admonition, a call to hear and obey, but then always, always a promise. So this book of Revelation, uh, especially as we're going to begin studying these churches, Revelation chapters 2 and 3, will speak of the church living in this world, and it is imperfect. But the promise is that one day it will be made perfect in Christ Jesus. It's given promises now, but the fulfillment of all those promises will one day be when Jesus reappears. So as we read this book, we, uh, we can beware and be aware of the events and the signs, uh, the spirit of the times. We can be ready for that last day of judgment, the reappearance of Jesus. But always uh, we are called and encouraged to be blessed, to not be afraid because we do belong to Jesus.